What's up, Snapback fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today is always my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Today we're in the stew. Abe, what is on your mind today? What's up, brother? It's been a while. It has. I haven't had the microphones in front of us in, I think, a month. I think our last pod was... was uh, June 8th. June 8th. Okay, so a little bit over a month now, so we've missed like seven or eight episodes I don't know about you. I know I myself and Eagleson have gotten tons of DMs, messages. Where's the pod? Where's the pod? What the heck? Where's the pod? Um, and we're back, but not for long. Um, today, should I take it? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the title of the episode. So this episode that you're listening to will be. And it brings me great sadness and happiness to say this will be the last episode of the Snapback Sports Podcast. Four years in the making, 421 episodes later. Is this 421? This is 421, unfortunately. At, we, I'll delete one. I'll delete, delete one the and DJ then, Moore episode. Delete one and then have Hallie go roll some blunt. <laughs> um, yeah, four years. I, I think if you asked Jack and I four years ago, how long this podcast would go when Jack first brought the idea to me. First off, I didn't want to do it. We'll get into that. Like this, this whole podcast will be story time, reminiscing, favorite moments from the podcast. This, so, is, this is for the loyal listeners. Right. If you're a true if you're day new one, to the pod, realistically, this, this isn't going to be right. a lot for you. But for the loyal listeners, which I was getting a ton of messages as well, this is for you. Yeah. So I don't even know where I was going because you cut me off with Sorry. that. I think it's pretty poetic. Um, yeah, what I was saying is if you asked Jack and I four years ago when we started this pod after game three of the Raptors-Warriors finals, I believe it was game three, how long we'd be doing this, I think both of us would have said, I don't know, three months yeah. or something. Um, a year. Twice a week, four years, almost every week. We missed here and there. And listen, we both knew it was never going to be forever. We both had a shit ton of fun with this. I think I speak for both of us when I say that. Um, but all good things must come to an end. Jack, what is the reason why the snapback pod is ending? Yeah, so why is the pod ending? First, I want to say, well, yeah, I'll, I'll share why it's ending. So Abe and I both live our own our own lives. We're both growing in maturity. I'm very lucky. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm very lucky to be able to, you know, create content and, and do this for my for my job. Um, but because of that, other forms of content creation and building the business are important. Abe works a full-time job. This podcast has never gotten to a point where it has unlocked us both to go and pursue this as our only thing. Um, as a business owner, I had to take a step back and say, what is the best use of our time? Um, is it you know, two and a half to three hours of podcasting. Abe's got to travel for this. Uh, you know, I got to <laughs> send Canadian dollars to Eagleson, which is, is burning. Do you actually send him Canadian money? <laughs> no, I send him USD, but it costs me five bucks because PayPal switches. Why don't you just take five out of his paycheck? Because <laughs> I love him. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's gone in a, I don't want to say a negative trajectory, but we, we peaked and then we kind of went in, you know, we, we didn't continue to grow from there. So with all of that being said... We sound like quitters when you <laughs> phrase it like that. No, well, well, that's a perfect segue into saying 
Abe and I and Eagleson, we're not going anywhere from the content world because what we have learned and really what's what's reinforced um, kind of the magic we have is that people like our dynamic. They like Eagleson. They like the humor. They love when we talk Knicks or Sixers or Raven. Like people really do. And if you remember the original goal of the podcast was to be in the living room with the fan. Mm -hmm. And I think we have given that we have given that feeling, which I'm super proud of. What we haven't been able to figure out, or what we just don't have realistically, and I've shared this with you, is we don't have an angle. We don't have experience playing those sports. We do not have uh, you know, extreme comedic backgrounds. We don't have <laughs> high-level analysis. We're kind of in the middle of it all, and that's that living room feel, but let's also acknowledge you know, what that is. Everyone has those conversations. What's our differentiator? And I think in the podcasting world, that's where we lack. Now, we're going to continue making content, and that could be challenge content. It could be Sixers vlogs. It could be a whole cast of things. We've started recently with some grid trivia. So if you want to check that out, it's on the TikTok Snapback Sports Archive. We'll be changing that name, but give that a follow on TikTok which highlights our general sports knowledge. It highlights our rivalry theme of, of this podcast while also our brotherhood. So it was more so just a, an honest evaluation of how could we grow this podcast? Because we've been at it for four years. We've, we've had the biggest guests. We've had, you know, we've upgraded our setup. We, you, you can always do more, but at the end of the day, it's never going to be our only thing. And we just don't really have that that thing that sets us apart. We're, you know, we're not the best scorer in the league. We're not the best defender in the league. There's no reason for a large scale audience to really tap in. Now we're going to go and find that audience because I think it exists out there. So that is uh, the reason. Happy to answer any questions from the fam. Hit our DMs um, uh, on like, you know, this decision and, and where we're going next. But yeah, it was just a biz, you know, as they say. It's Look, a, we it's a business. It's a business. We can't talk about sports all day and, you know, not not follow that that framework. So, for the next however long it takes us, you know, we would do an hour every Sunday, an hour every Wednesday on average. Um, if this goes 4 hours, I don't really care. This is this is it, but let's take a quick trip down memory lane how it started. So, I'll give my point of view. Um, I don't know why or how, but I just knew that the Snapchat was great, but we wanted to expand this thing. And I think every kid's dream, and why I don't consider this a failure at all, is to talk about sports with their best friend. Mm -hmm. And whether it was getting paid, whether it was just convincing ourselves that it was worth sitting down and doing that a couple hours a week, like that's a win for me. I, it, it's been amazing. Um, but I wanted to start it, and I actually did a couple auditions before with other potential co-hosts, and then I was like, oh, why don't I just ask Abe? And I actually don't think you were interested. Nope. <laughs> I would say at all. No, I said no. Yeah. I, I don't even I thought you were kidding. I don't recall that, but I definitely believe that. Um, so that's how it started. I was down in Fidei. You were probably in, I was in Philly, Philly at the time. Yeah, I was reverse commuting to the worst job ever in Wilmington, Delaware, <laughs> yeah. like hating my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jack came to me. And at this point, Snapback as a 
business. We were still real sports. I mean, it was, we the, were, it was still it was real, real sports, sports at the pod, time, yeah. right? It was a real sports pod when we started. And at that point, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only like form of revenue, the only business you really had outside of your personal brand, which I, even at that point wasn't big at all, mm-hmm. your personal brand, was the Snapchat. Yeah. So was, like the podcast was, just, was your first venture into content outside of the Snapchat. Content and trying to make a dollar outside of Snap. Right. Yeah. And like, remember the early checks? Like, we would get a check and we would. Me? Pro- I would get the check, but I would send you the money. I, I yes. Well, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you. Maybe I didn't tax you. Well, you're, you're a real business, so you should probably keep logs of that, right? <laughs> to, to verify. I, yes. W- but I, I do remember we would get something like in a good month, 800 or a thousand bucks. And I was like, that's pretty, you know, that's actually pretty good. Right. Um, I do remember this. Yeah. And that actually like brings me like, it's funny that you said like talking sports with your best friend and I, we're going to do ranked of their favorite all time memories from the pod in general. But like, I don't necessarily remember those little Venmos here and there, whatever they were at the time. But the first time I was sent a real payment for this podcast was like the most pinch me moment I've ever had. And it, it, it was, wasn't a big amount until we started making like 75 grand an episode or whatever's 100 grand. Um, this was when we were making pennies on the dollar. But I just sat back and like I stared at my phone and I saw the money come in and I was like, how the fuck am I getting paid for this? I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm just talking sports with my best friend. Like what I do every day of the year, the only difference is we put a microphone in our face. And mm-hmm. like it was that first time that I had that. And I'm five years into my professional career now and to be honest even to this day that was the first time where the whole do what you love and it'll never feel like you work a day in your life thing came to fruition because it technically was a job i wasn't under contract or anything actually i think it was i think i, I actually did sign don't a contract. think oh for blue Eye. yeah we bleep that out eagleson <laughs> um no free ads for sure them and it was just are like, we gonna talk about them sure okay fuck it yeah. um yeah, and it was like how, like, this is like kind of on a lot smaller scale, like almost what I dreamed about, mm-hmm. right? And like I never in my entire life had any plans to go into this, right? Jack was starting to venture off into starting his own business and everything, and getting into the content creation space. And to be quite honest, Jack, I didn't at the time. I'm not gonna say I didn't believe in you, yeah. right? Because I did believe in you. But to see where it was then and to where it is now and to be a part of like kind of that first initial step into building out the Snapback content and and Snapback Sports as a whole is kind of what is the most special to me. Along the way, there was tons of pinch me moments, tons of technical difficulties. And actually those pinch me moments, which is like, I'll never forget having our first guest on. And Mm -hmm. I think it was Nate Burleson. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing a professional athlete. Why the fuck am I doing that? (laughs) Um, and then it just became normal. Like I started to humanize these athletes. I started to humanize, started to shit on them, started to not want to interview them. Yeah, no, I I got, I got Hollywood. (laughs) It got to my head. I'll be honest. I was shutting down guests. Like you had to earn your way onto the pod. And a lot of early on success was just like, how the, like, I think how many times, Jack, have I asked you over the last four years, are we good at this? Yeah. Like a lot. And and even to this day, I still don't know. And 
thankfully to the people that listen week in and week out and the people that DM us and the Snapback fam, they were able to, whether or not we believed it or not, they showed to us that like you guys are actually good at what you do when you have something. Yep. And I think that's what was one of the more special things is like nowhere along the way in the last four years did I really believe in myself as a a talking head in the sports media world or uh, a content creator for lack of a better word. But to be honest, the snapback fam was helped me believe that like I, if I wanted to go down that way, it's a lot of fucking work, Mm -hmm. but I can do it. And I, I thank the fam for that uh, um, among several other things. But yeah, that was kind of just like the, the feeling that I had the entire way of not really knowing if this was for me or not, but having that push from the snapback fam like brought me here every yeah. Wednesday, brought me here every Sunday. And like we say snapback fam time and time and time again as a joke. And like a lot of people even, I know I did, when Jack first came up with the concept of snapback fam, I was like, that is so fucking corny. Like <laughs> channel an ounce of creativity, but it just kind of stuck. And, yeah. and the fam was kind of the most special part about this. It wasn't, the athletes that we met. It wasn't the experiences that we had. It was that there were times where I got messages from people that like, I truly made their day. And I'm like, what (laughs) me? What am I doing? I would say the last month of messages has given me pause. It's given me confirmation that, you know, we actually did do some good things along the way. And, and that's why I'm trying to make it as clear as possible as, yeah, I actually do think we have, a dynamic here and people do enjoy it. I just don't know if podcasting is the forum for that because of that aforementioned angle. Um, and, and look, someone might be there, be sitting there and be like, no, you actually got, you guys could crush podcasting. You just need to do X, Y, and Z. And maybe I just don't know the answers as well. I'm, I'm not saying I have it all figured out, but what I do know and, and what I think we all agreed with was we're not seeing the results uh, based off our consistency, right? Like that's my number one recommendation to everything. And it's where I give you literally all the credit in the world, um, is to show up for, because the money I don't think has ever been, uh, a driving force in this. Um, but, but four years, twice a week showing up and doing it. I think I lost money. Actually, (laughs) it's two seventy five to ride the subway here (laughs) today. I missed this. Well, I didn't miss it. I, that's a different yeah. story. Cost me five fifty today. Yeah, and you haven't even gotten home yet. Yeah, let's let's reminisce on some of the different places we recorded. For me, it started in my Fidei apartment, which literally paper thin walls. Teddy could hear me to Gus's bedroom. Um, you know, home during COVID. East Village apartment at work for Whistle. Uh, in person at Whistle for Derek White. Um, in for Florida. The, in Florida. Um, in Italy at two in the morning. Italy, when we didn't get Kyrie, Kading, and uh, AD or Zion or any of those guys, um, and then all the way to the to the stew down here in Tribeca. What about yourself? I, I think it, that's one of the funnier parts about. So a little insight into how the podcast, when the podcast started. I was living in an apartment in Philadelphia. Jack had mailed me a microphone. Well, first we did a test episode. Um, and then we got we signed a one year contract with a podcast cuck agency, um, and 
then Jack mailed me a microphone and we were going to do it legitly. I think the first episode we recorded, I like used headphones or something. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Um, and we didn't really know how audio, I still don't, by the way, for the record, <laughs> how audio and all this stuff works. But you had convinced me that I had to be in a, I couldn't be in a big living room. I couldn't right. do it there like a yeah, desk yeah. in my kitchen. So I was in my bedroom in my Philly apartment where I had, I didn't have a desk because at that point working from home wasn't a thing. Yeah. And I remember I didn't have a microphone stand either. So it was a handheld microphone. But if I moved it even an inch, oh, Jack yeah. and I for 25 minutes before we started every episode would have to find the exact perfect angle of me laying on my bed with the microphone. I was frozen for an <laughs> hour and couldn't move it. I think I recommended like a pillow fort for sound. Dude, I, I had at one point I had a wall of pillows with my head in the middle. It was a three-sided wall and there was an opening and I would stick my head in there with the microphone and the amount of technical difficulties that we had to, st to start with. And to be honest, to finish with, we just had to stop this halfway <laughs> through. Um, just shows like we got into this not knowing what the fuck we were doing and yeah. we still don't i mean we do and we don't we have a much I, better idea. we have a better idea but it, it's funny to look back four years later and and talk about how we started and what happened yeah like i can't even get that to work so well, i was trying to get a sound going to show that like we've gone from the pillow fort to that but nothing. Oh, dude i have been staring at this sound machine wanting to press these buttons for fucking months <laughs> I don't know how it works. Uh, yeah, and there's a, there's a thing on the sheet right here. Jack wrote, I actually don't think we ever got into a fight, like a, like a real fight. We've gotten to fight about takes and this and that, yeah. and I'll never forget bringing up – I had to explain to my mom my family – not my family, my mom what a podcast was. And I was like, I'm doing it with Jack. And like then I told them that we were getting paid here and there. And my mom, who was an entrepreneur her whole life and owned a business, was like – you need to be very careful that you mix friends with business. Mm -hmm. And at the time, this didn't feel like a business, and it still really doesn't. It's just doing something fun with my friend. But yet, Jack and I had never gotten to a serious, serious fight or disagreement over how the pod was going, over money. I don't think I've ever come out and straight up said, hey, where's my money? Like, um, We just did this for the fun of it, and like we just do what we do over text or in person, just put a microphone in front of our face. But I think that's an interesting part of all this, that we never got into a fight, yet you've managed to build an entire business. For the most part, all employees, except for a few here and there, are your family, are your best friends, are friends that you've met along the way. How do you manage to just like make it work with business and, and friendship and family and like other times where it doesn't work? Um, no, I've been Like, fortunate. has this been a fear of like was bringing Casey on full-time other than he would have never gotten a job outside of this and would have been working at McDonald's flipping, biggest fear. flipping burgers. Was there any ever hesitation? Maybe I shouldn't make this a friend's thing, a family thing. Maybe that'll be my kryptonite. Um, I mean, I come from a family business. Uh, from two, actually. One is my family. Two, my, you know, where my dad's business, it is a family business. Um, I've seen the, the bad side of it as well. Plenty of the bad side. So I wonder if part of it is me being like, I think I, I think you can do a family business and avoid the bad side. Then there's conversations, right? There was a conversation, um, you know, when we discuss moving in a different direction from this. And that is, that's the fear in it. And I think a bad 
business leader or even a bad friend would be someone who's fearful to communicate and to come truthfully and honestly um, and say like, look, this is what we have to do. The bad leader would have walked around it or gone cold turkey or made up an excuse or, you know, a million different things. So, yeah, you, you just have to speak openly and honestly, constantly check pulses on, on stuff. And that's why I said, if you or Eagleson were upset about this ending, like you had a voice in it. I think yeah. you see where I was coming from. I think you were in agreement. And and once again, we are not finished. It's just going somewhere yeah, else. My, and my whole thing, like I've told a few different people. I've told my family that the pod was ending. I've told my friends and everything. And the general consensus, because at the end of the day, like throughout the entire four years of the podcast, right? Friends would come up to me, family would come up to me, people I never met would come up to me and been like, yo, what you're doing with Jack, you're fucking killing it. Snapback's growing like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always had to like dial it down and be like, I am not Snapback. I am, I do the podcast. I'm one small whatever under his big umbrella brand and like differentiating that. And what you said about coming to Eagleson and I about the conversation, which is obviously a tough conversation because it's not, this isn't like Eagleson and I are mad about money that we're losing right. out yeah. on. We're mad about this or that or upset about this. It's like solely, we just genuinely have a great time doing this. And the messages that we get from you guys are what makes us have a great time and want to continue to come back. But what I said to Jack, and I think what Eagleson said as well is like, dude, I think I've actually brought up the idea of shutting down the pod on more than one occasion. I actually don't know if in, you have. And then I no, I, I we always had conversations about which direction to go, yeah. how we want to angle it. And I just kept hitting home like Jack, you are building a monster business. You are spreading yourselves too thin. You need to be honest with Eagleson and I and understand that we will never take anything personally. And we don't care if the podcast grows, grows, grows. We care if Snapback Sports grows, yeah. grows, grows. We care if the because at the end of the day, you're my best friend since I was eight, nine years old. Eagleson has become like a brother to us. Yeah. And it's like, we don't, like, we just want to see each other win. And in this instance, the way to see Snapback continue to thrive and continue to win, not that they have been losing and they're going to win now and the podcast is, is the Doc Rivers of, of Snapback Sports and going to be the difference maker. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, that's what we all want. And this is the direction that's best for Snapback Sports at this time. And like Jack said, we are working on different other content. What does that look like? We're not sure yet. We're open to a lot of ideas. If you see videos on your TikTok feed or Instagram feed. Feedback, I, I would say, is, is the biggest thing. Like, you guys see what we're going to be doing? Let us know. Oh, I like this. I, I don't like this. Uh, and we'll evaluate from there. But I want to you know, give appreciation for what you said. And you're saying how I've handled the business and all of that, but I couldn't do that without you guys. Um, and so look, I'm going to challenge you guys to say, yeah, Snapback Sports, I started, it's now a, a bigger company, we have six employees, you guys are not full time employees. But the opportunity is there. And I you actually are in a unique spot where I'm going to continue to give you that opportunity because I think that something between the group of us can work. But can you say it's my thing? Like, you know, it, it always had that feeling of it's Jack's podcast and he makes the decision. I'm along for the ride. 
flip the narrative. Like flip. That's my request is flip the narrative. Request to not. <laughs> and, and I know Eagleson wants to do it. Like, you know, you've always said it's Jack's thing. Oh, snap. But, but why not? Like if, you know, you love it so much, why not? So that's what I'm going to challenge you guys to do and, and to lead. And I think there's potential, but that's for another time. Let's talk about one of the better moments of the podcast. Um, I would say it was probably about a month into the podcast. I figured out how podcast charts worked and I mobilized the real sports fam through literally like a, a <laughs> literally like a thousand bucks. So essentially to move up the podcast charts, you need a summation of three things. One, uh, five star reviews, two, actual written reviews and three downloads. Watch time, which is a big metric on YouTube, doesn't matter. If you literally just download the podcast, you don't even have to start the podcast. But it's this combination of three things. And this was pre-podcasting. So the you know amount of podcasts out there weren't that many. And at the time of Snapback, we didn't have underdog partnership. We didn't have YouTube videos. We didn't have TikTok account. We didn't we have... We did have ShipStation. Make ship happen. <laughs> what is that? Dude, What? I'll never, we only had these like random ads here and there. We had to uh, read the one page uh, documents. Yeah, That's the another <laughs> behind the scenes funny moment. Jack and I used to, when we were assigned to an agency, get these like ads we had to read. It was ShipStation, Manscaped, Manscaped Untuck It. Yeah. And I remember the first time we had to sit down and record these ads, like pre-record them and then insert them into the audio. It took 50 minutes to read a paragraph ad because we just like would laugh how the fuck why are we doing this like what what are we doing? that was the first time that that someone in my family was like why are you talking about shaving pubes like on the <laughs> podcast uh, but but anyways how we mobilized the fam we got up to number one on the charts through a combination of that because we sent literally everyone to go attack we passed who was it part like, of my take part of my take bill, bill Simmons. oh you have the oh right the, here yeah, the chart. So who's on the top of the charts? This top, is 2019. This is 2019 um, in the summer. Number one on the, on the sports charts of Apple. Real sport, real underscore sports. Of course. A Snapchat sports pod. That name was horrible. horrible. Uh, Art actually wasn't bad. I mean, basic as fuck, but wasn't terrible. Uh, by the way, I didn't notice on this logo yeah. the underscore basketball until Eagleson pointed out like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've had it in my room for... Yeah, years with Jack and it. Um, Bill Simmons podcast number two, The Ringer NBA show number three, Sports Wars number four, part of my take number five. We managed to get to the top of that. <laughs> yeah, I it was cool, even though it was a little cheap the way we did it. Um, Cheating is competing, yeah. We we did it, and that was a fucking sick banners fly forever, brother. Exactly, and honestly, yeah, we'll have that moment forever. I'll I remember where I was. I stumbled out of a bar. I was actually drunk. I was. Uh, we do you remember Facetime me. Yeah, both of us I were actually drunk barely as fuck. remember. FaceTime. I was at this bar in in Philly called Morgan's Pier. It's this outside thing in the summer, and for like I think twenty four hours before that, you yeah, and we I started climbing. We were climbing like. We're 68. What the fuck? We're on Phil 42. And we just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. And I remember that Friday night driving home from work. I know where my car was on 95, seeing number three. And I was like, is this going to happen? And then I go out with my friends, whatever. It hasn't happened. I'm sitting at a bar just refreshing the Apple podcast. The craziest part about the, the refresh in the charts is there's no like 
you can't watch the view count go up. So you know you're going to pass. It was random as fuck. Like, you would refresh, and we go from, like, 18 to 14 in, like, 12 minutes. And then you wouldn't move from 14 for three hours. Yeah. But then you'd be at 11. And then you'd be at 8. And it was just... It was, and then I remember going to one, running out of the bar, FaceTiming Jack by myself, walking the streets of Philadelphia, both of us drunk as fuck. (laughs) And then I decided I'm gonna go by myself and get a cheesesteak and go home. Really? That's what I did. That's a great night. That's what I did. So that that was a lot of fun. And I will I will say we definitely used that momentum, even the fake it till you make it momentum, to parlay that, you know, get some betting in there into some really big guests because sure. not going to lie, if you're number one in the charts, like people, they don't know. They, they just see number one. So that leads us to, you know, our favorite guest stories. Um, I put a dash here. And as I thought about all my favorite guests who we've ranked in the past, and we could go through all of them, uh, some of our favorites off the top, Austin Eckler, Derek White. I love doing Dare Gumbawale. We had CJ McCollum. Chandler. Jay Will, uh, you know, Jack Joey, Flaherty, Joe Joey Chestnut, like, like really some J.R. Smith this year. Um, but, but what is crazy, and you'll call me lame and, and corny again for this, is as I thought about my favorite guest stories, literally none of them popped into my head because every time I thought about the conversation with them, my favorite moments happened between us with those guests being there. Like what? Like... Derek White, like when I think about how fun of a pod that was, I'm thinking about how we're joking about cereals and it's really like our conversation right. and the guest is just there. And so I want to say that my favorite guest was was you. <laughs> I told you. That was actually a bar. I didn't think you were going there. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you, brother. My favorite guest is Derek White. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Derek too. What did you have some of your favorite? I guests? mean, I'll never till the day that I die. Like, I hope that my kids one day are watching Joey Chestnut on July 4th eat 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes, and I can point to him and say, I interviewed him. And he officiated a banana eating contest. That's my point, though. That story is us, right? Yeah. Like, it's not about him. I, I mean, think my favorite guest stories are, like, the funny ones. Like, where we're chatting on the side of the Zoom, like, will this guy shut the fuck up? This is my point. <laughs> None of it actually has to... I can give you a couple. Um, like, I thought some of Nate's stories were pretty funny. Um, but... I, I thought Trayvon Diggs' Wonderlick response, which you don't even like remember, was pretty funny. No, um, I remember that. But but for the most part, exactly. It's it and it's part of. Um, I mean, we can get into you know ranked our final ranked, which is favorite all time memories from the pod. My number three is the ones who didn't show, like DJ Moore, although he technically showed up. He didn't really show up and give us time, or Jared Dudley becoming themes throughout. But yeah, when I think of guests, it's it's really, I just think of, like, they they were the story, but the pod was between the two of us. So yeah, that's my that's my number three rank, the, the ones who didn't show. Do we have any others who didn't show? Probably. I the, feel like we had a really- The Jared Dudley one. one was the funniest because we ended up- because he was such a nobody at the time and still still is. Um, I, dude, he's been on my timeline coaching like the summer league Mavs team. Yeah, you gotta um, curate. You gotta get Jack on threads. It was like a I think it was a Friday afternoon or something. It was, and we had like a five p.m. scheduled 
I've just had a mm-hmm. wild time to do a podcast five on a Friday. We're sitting there. We had to confirm with his agent and everything. No, 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 no. This was just to the DMs. Oh, to the DMs. Yeah. Waiting, waiting, waiting. 5.30, 5.40. Only to find out this fucking conceited, narcissistic asshole isn't showing up to the pod because on ESPN Classics, they have a game showing of Boston College versus whomstever, and he's watching himself play when he has an obligation to come on this podcast. So what did we do? We spin that into banning him from the podcast. Well, let's, let's be transparent. We waited. Oh, we waited we, a while. Because he and that's said, why we hate him. He we said, did. oh, I'm just watching the end of the first half. And, and I said to half. Jack, and I was like, dude, there's 18 minutes left in this game. Yeah. And he watched the whole second half, and then he ghosted. So, yeah, the ones who, who didn't show. You know who ghosted me, oh. actually? Like, we had some back and forth. Let me see if I have this on my phone. I don't know if I do. I think it was from the podcast account. DK Metcalf agreed to come on and yeah. then just didn't answer. That would have been fun. Yeah, that was when we first went number one. And, like, he wasn't really into – he's into content, I feel like, now. Yeah. And that would have been fun. He ghosted us. Um, there's definitely some others along the way that have there were There weren't many, though, I will admit. Especially if we got a commitment, I would say that the only, only one that we got an official commitment from – that did not show that was like actually through his agent was uh, the corner for the Giants. Um, Darnay Holmes. Yeah, Darnay Holmes. You know who Darnay Holmes is? Yeah. He's the guy in the London or whatever game. Yes, from yes. From the got his ass, ass out, out and yeah. pretending to get like jerked yeah. off or something. Yeah. Um, my number three. <laughs> pretending to get jerked off. That is not what he was doing. That's what the meme was. How do you know? <laughs> You're right. I actually don't. Maybe he wasn't pretending. Maybe he was go. a real. Uh... Um, all of really my my ranks are really just kind of pinch me moments. Number one is obviously going number one. So I'll just wait. Say that. Wait, time out. Ranked, we do three. I know, but we already two. talked about going number okay. one. So I'm just right. my number three was the fan pods. We started this during COVID, COVID when there when was Zoom, when people knew how to when people knew Zoom. how to do Zoom, and we didn't have shit to talk about. We're like, you know what? We market ourselves as like the people's podcast that we answer DMs, we answer everybody. We're not these celebrities or whatever that everyone thinks like people are in in these positions and they don't answer. Let's bring people on and have them ask questions. And that was like seeing how many people were in the waiting room, seeing the excitement on people's face when they got in to ask questions was just like, do you, do you the remember f- the first person? Yes. It was a guy in his office about 40 years he old. He was a nurse. He was a nurse. Yeah. He was in his, in a, yeah, he was, he, if I remember yeah. correctly, he asked a question about who's more responsible for the Warriors dynasty, Steve Kerr, or Mark Jackson. Really? I think that's what it was about. Um, the fan pods were just awesome because it was like, are people actually want to like ask me questions that, that are enthralled right. about that, it? That was the thing. Was I, I will say the the first couple of years of the pod wasn't we didn't really ask ourselves are we any good at this? We actually threw that out the window. We, we knew were just, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. This was a moment where we knew that we had the Snapback Sports Snapchat account or the Real Sports account that would drive attention. If I posted that you guys needed to download an app or needed to literally watch Abe and I punch each other. Like the fam was loyal. They were hyper engaged, still are. And we knew that we were getting listeners through that and also through giveaways and stuff. The fam pod was an interesting moment where people were officially coming to us for our opinion. 
and mm-hmm. asking us questions, not because they wanted to be on the big screen. They just wanted to have their questions answered by us. And I think that was that's part of what made it cool. And that's how we found that's the Eagle. That's what I was going to say. That's how we found Eagleson. Eagleson came on. Like a lot of these kids, guys, adults who would get on, like that was what was so funny to me is like, these guys were nervous to ask. Some people were nervous to ask us a question. I'm yeah. like, me? <laughs> right. The fuck? Um, and then Eagleson comes on very mature, which fooled us. Um, asked a good question, good back and forth, and then just really reached out to Jack and said, hey, I'm not doing anything. Would love to help you out. And two he and a half years later, he's still not doing shit. And he actually got dumber. <laughs> but we love to have him a part of our lives. So the fan pod was a pinch me moment. And it brought us our podcast bitch. Yes. Uh, my number two ranked were the Wonderlicks, specifically the Wonderlicks, the snapback uh, draft Wonderlicks that we would do with the NFL draft class. The draft series were honestly some of my favorite content. And then why the Wonderlick the most was because in all of our years of podcasting, you know, this is what I'll keep repeating our issue. We didn't really have an angle like rankings. You know, that everyone does rankings. Uh, what did we used to do? Ranking? We used to do rankings? Monday mailbag, stock up, stock down. Stock up, stock down. Well, that's a football season. Right. And and those were, you know, kind of the, some of the segments. But Wonderlick was an original content idea that yeah. we came up with. On top of that, it really broke the ice with these guys. And I would say we probably did 18 to 20 guys over three or four years. More. Uh, yeah, probably Definitely more. Definitely more. And I don't think one time we had a bad experience. Now, there were some awful answers. There were people who were more shy. There were people, but no one was like, dude, this is not my vibe. Like, fuck this. Like, all were good sports. And I think that's a credit to us for curating that. And then we've created relationships. And whether or not we we actually interact with those guys, we've followed them. And it's been fun to follow them. And like... I don't know. I thought Evan McPherson, out of all of them, was like our most awkward uh, wonderlick. Like he kind of came on. It was my favorite. Yeah, it, it was extremely interesting. But Evan, for whatever reason, I just had this cold feeling with him throughout. And to see him actually follow us throughout the years and then linked up with him in Cincy was just cool. So I think that those uh, those wonderlicks were a ton of fun, original, and, and created those bonds. And like like you said, with building these relationships, like, did I ever in my wildest dream? And you know, it's Josh Jobs, right? Let's not yeah, write yeah. home about it. But did I ever in my wildest dreams imagine going to a fucking Super Bowl party in Arizona for Josh Jobs to recognize me yeah. and ask how I've been? It's like that is kind of the craziest part about it. like if you ask seven year old Abe Granoff and Jack Settleman, like you guys want to interview your favorite athletes? Like, that's a crazy concept to me. Like, we looked yeah. up, we watch ESPN every day of our lives, Sports Center. It's like, we were kind of doing that, and that was part of the sickest thing. Yeah. Additionally, what was, in my opinion, this was the coolest thing that we did. Yeah. Was the Snapback Live event in Arizona this past year. Add on the fact that the Eagles were playing in it. At yeah. that point, I didn't know what my fate was. So at the time, it was fucking it was awesome. All, all good. And like, granted, we didn't sell out state farm arena by any chance we had it was a sick bar don't get me wrong yeah. there were probably 50 to 60 people there i would say people bought tickets people commuted yeah people drove hours 
to meet us, to listen to the podcast, maybe just to get a hat and some shitty chicken take fingers. Take pictures. Take pictures. I gave a fucking autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I gave an autograph. And again, pinch me moment. Like, how did I end up here? And I mean, truthfully, I have Jack to thank for that, for how I ended up there. Like, he gave me an opportunity. He stuck by me. And it's just like... I, over the course of the last four years, truly lived out a lot of childhood dreams. Yeah. And I didn't really realize that at the time until like now. Once again, I think like favorite guest stories, right? And you don't even mention Jamal was probably the best part of the I forgot entire Jamal, yeah. thing. Like he was genuinely, those are probably our, our list of favorite guest stories. Like he was just hilarious and a gracious guy. Um, you talked about uh, Josh Dobbs recognizing you. One of my favorite things of watching because over the last four years you have always made it about me and snap back and you've taken no credit for yourself but seeing Gers and Derek's relationship kind of grow like you got free tickets from him you know everyone remembers the first time we like got his number or maybe like a couple other players it's like you talk about not recognizing not ha interviewing them texting with during the athlete. eastern conference finals after he just wiped my team's ass <laughs> i mean literally we go to game six in philly we're both you know we've both been drinking you're depressed and he had literally just probably like boarded the plane to go back to boston he and i sent him a picture me. of abe and he's trolling abe like i just think that's awesome so we love derek forever um like I don't know. Maybe the one thing that makes me believe in God is my number one thing. And it's that we recorded on Sundays and we recorded on Wednesdays. And it was only ever me. It was only ever you. And it always, literally, it literally always ended on Sunday night. And that would be when the Eagles lost to the Seahawks in the playoffs and mm -hmm. Josh McCallan came in for Carson Wentz, mm -hmm. when the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl mm -hmm. to the Chiefs, when the Sixers lost in Game 7 to the Hawks, mm -hmm. and when the Sixers lost in Game 7 to the Celtics. Four all-time moments on the podcast. If you would have started the pod th two months later, you would have had the Kawhi shot too. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> two months earlier. Two yeah, months earlier, yeah. you would have no, had the Kawhi on shot On a Sunday, too. yeah. And listen... Every single one of those were some of the worst times in my life. If you want to rank them, let's go. Um, <laughs> a ranked with the, a rankception. Eagles Super Bowl has to be one. It's the Super Bowl. Uh, it's tough. Sixers Hawks is probably two. Sixers Celtics is three. But Sixers Celtics was awesome because it was the like you had found yourself as these. This was it. Right. That that was your. But moment. the the Hawks one was the path was there. Yeah, the path we had the Hawks in the second round. Yeah, um, and, and to be honest, these are some of the worst memories that I'll ever have <laughs> in my life, and I'm sure the Sixers, Eagles, and everybody else will will add on more, so I'm able to forget some of these and fill them in with new bad memories. But at the same time, like they are some of my favorite memories. Yeah. I will never forget being so depressed after the Sixers had lost to the Hawks, and going on my phone the next day. And watching the videos of the clips and the content that was created of people clapping my takes on saying I'm out on the Sixers and all this shit. Yeah. And like, like that little shit brought me so much joy and laughter. Remember and the meme account? He was great. Oh my he God. Snapback great. memes was the best. Yeah. And then you had, there's an Abe Granoff fan Twitter account. Fan page. Yeah. I fan met page. him. I met him. Uh, he was a big fan. Yeah. Um, 
it really was wild that all of the heartbreaking losses where we had to record a podcast right after all ended up with me. Oh, Every single one. Yeah. And genuinely, the only time this podcast ever felt like a job mm -hmm. was in those moments. Yeah. There was no... Jack, I say this with my full heart. There was no place on planet Earth I would have wanted to be less <laughs> than sitting in a Zoom or in a room with you with a microphone. <laughs> now, after Sixers Celtics Game 7 this past year... That was therapeutic. That was therapeutic. I needed that a lot. And... I don't really remember a lot of it. What I was said, I probably disagree with a lot of it now. I know <laughs> I do. Um, but yeah, it just always ended up on my shoulders. And that's kind of like, like we each had a thing with the podcast. And unfortunately, mine was yeah. heartbreaking losses in Look, the playoffs. People joke about Lamar being a running back. But man, that, that, that man lost on Saturday nights in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, So you got to pay him his respects by... By that, um, and yeah, my number one memory of this podcast, I can tell you where I was. I could, if you took me to Morgan's Pier that night in Philadelphia, I could point to you where I was standing at the bar. If you put me on getting off of I-95 or whatever road it is to go to my apartment, I can show you where on the road I was when I saw, yes, I was texting and driving, but we were going number one, so <laughs> sue me. Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we did, we, one of our ads I was, was a don't get high and drive, actually. Yes, safe driving. yes, yes, yes. Um, I can show you where on the road I was when I saw we were at like number four. I was like, this is happening. But going number one, yeah, I told that to a lot of people. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was... I, I literally, it, it, it is a flex. It was a flex. And I leaned into that flex all I could. I'm not going to lie. You got to enjoy the uh, oh, for sure. You got to enjoy the journey. And you know what? You got to enjoy the destination too sometimes. Uh, other favorite moments, maybe just like our, our bonus here, would be the takes. Like, there is so many takes, and honestly, the most memorable ones... I actually do think, and this goes back on this whole self-awareness conversation, I genuinely think I had the best takes out of the three yeah, over the years. that's the problem. No. The amount of times you beat, like, the, the, the Sixers over the head about winning the championship to literally get to the second round every time might default you into being the worst taker. Those aren't my fault, though. Right. Those aren't my fault. Those right. are their fault. So what I was going to say is some of the funniest and best takes are the ones that lived over four years. So the irony in Carson Wentz, Abe saying, and it wasn't him, like, aggressively saying it. He was like, yeah, I like the contract. You know, it's a little expensive, but it sets the market. He's our future guy. Reasonable takes. But, like, how the Wentz situation has played out over the last four years is nothing. That like take was a thousand percent objectively correct. Uh, if you're removing any, any awareness of needing to actually evaluate the player. At the time. <laughs> at the time, everyone and their mother would have signed Carson Wentz to that contract. And at the time... The timing of it was correct yeah. because you had Jared Goff that was going to get paid. And if Jared Goff had gotten paid before Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz would have gotten more money. That was the right take. The wrong take when we lost Jimmy Butler yeah. and got Josh Richardson in return. <laughs> and I think the exact quote was, this is a great sign and trade. He has one of the most, and I think the I don't even know how this pertains yeah, to a this contract. Is made up. The most respectable <laughs> contract in the NBA. <laughs> and 
and he stunk. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't good. Al Horford was not good. There were plenty of Sixers we could talk about that weren't good. I uh, actually, uh, in my phone, I saw it the other day. <laughs> I made a pick stitch. You know the Peter Parker Spider-Man yeah. meme where he wipes off his glasses yeah. and like he sees somebody new? He It was him looking at Al Horford in a Sixers uniform and then wiping it off, and it was... Sergi Baca holding the NBA Finals trophy because <laughs> he played because he played alongside Marcus Saul. That was fun. Um, another early one was obviously like my guarantee on Kyrie, KD, and AD being Knicks. I think I actually do. You owe a legally, lot of people lot twenty dollars, twenty bucks, and maybe one day we'll actually uh, have have them collect on that. If you ever sell Snapback Sports. I should give those. You like, should say I should give you, you, in grand. the press. No, in the press announcement, you should say, if you have proof yeah. that you did what was required to earn the twenty dollars at the time, I will officially pay you out. Yeah, I think we'll do like if you know what I'm talking about here about KD, Kyrie, and AD. Hit me up, and I got twenty bucks, and we'll see. We'll see if the the OGs know. Um, what were some other great take? I mean. I will say the baby goat Lamar stuff did develop over the course of that season. So that that was on. That was the MVP season? Yeah, that was the MVP. Well, I called him the baby goat in preseason. The MVP season was the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Why? Because you started buying into him being the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> um, what were some the Knicks takes of who we're gonna get probably didn't come to fruition, but I will say I got lucky. You're still doing that though. No, but I got lucky because there were 20 years of bad Knicks basketball, and out of the four that we podcasted for, like two of them were actually pretty good. You've only been a fan of the Knicks for four years. I know. I'm saying, and two and half of them, the Knicks were <laughs> actually good. Like cute. Yeah, they're cute. They got as far as the Sixers ever did. Let's put it like that. Ever? Uh, not ever. Well, the Knicks have won a championship. You're saying the last four years? Yeah. That's not true. Uh, wait, what do you mean? The last four years, you said the Knicks have gotten farther than the Sixers have ever. False. As far as the Sixers have ever. False. No, no, no. Okay, in the last two decades. Well, have you played in a game seven <laughs> in the second round? No, we got to six. You're Thank right. you. Um, what What are some other takes? Yeah, it was mostly Ravens. It was mostly yeah. It was mostly our teams, which made it fun and it made it personal. The, and like. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like the arguments that we would have over stupid shit, like when we would rank like best burgers or this and yeah, that, and something that, was... that had nothing to do with sports was probably so. Cause like that's what we did. Like we just said shit that was on our mind and debated it. What other takes were there? I'm sure the fam has yeah. all of them. Yeah. Well, they, a lot of them have them documented, but um, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I do want to oh. read. I think that. There was one message I got a long time ago from a fam member and it was, it like almost brought tears to my eyes. Like he told me I motivated him to do all this stuff and everything. I think his name was James. James. But there was another one that I recently got. Let's see if I can find James, not LaRaf James. (laughs) I forgot we had LaRaf James. Is that it? No, that's not it. Anyway, this was a... Where the this is also a microcosm of the podcast. Abe coming prepared mentally with good content, but not actually coming prepared with the content. Respectfully. 
So filibuster, that's how you be a good content creator. Yeah, I was going to say another another thing was the 0.0% guarantees. That originated with me on Snap, actually, posting that when Ray Lewis came out of that tunnel before the AFC divisional game, Titans-Ravens, it was so loud. And I was like, there is, I mean, we're 14-2 and two had won 12 in a row. There was no way. So I posted their 0% chance. It got picked up on Reddit. And then it became a thing. And I did guarantee uh, that we would beat the Titans that next year, but um, the 0.0% guarantee or 0.00000% guarantee, you did miss one uh, at one point because you started, when you did your first three, I remember they were like, not 100% guarantees going to happen. Like some were a little risky and they all hit, but then you started to push the envelope. What I do? You would be like, if I, you don't have an example, it of the was zero probably point, a Sixers thing. No, it was. If you don't have an example, I was proven right. But I found the DM. Okay. And I think this is what's the coolest thing about the pod to me is that I think that the fam's relationship with us started to look very similar to you and I's relationship. Yes. Whereas, yes. whereas we hate each other so much, but at the end of the day, we know that we love, love each respect, other. Yeah. So on March 31st at 8.30 in the morning, yes. I get this message. This is long. Uh, who's it from? Do you have? Yeah. I think that's a play, like trying to get, make me say something funny. Alpha Kenny? No. no. With the number, say it. Into the microphone. Alpha Kenny. Alpha Kenny one. Say it fast. <laughs> Say it fast. Is it? Say it fast. Am I going to get canceled? Say it no, you won't get canceled. Alpha Kinney one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Alpha he Kenny got one. you. I like so that. Alpha Kenny one, DM me <laughs> on March 31st at 8.30 in the morning. You are the biggest fucking idiot on the internet. Not only are you Jalen Hurts' little slut, but you're also a Joelle, spelled J-O-E-L-L-E, so the girl version, and beat slut. You constantly cheer for Philly thinking they'll actually win something when in reality, the only thing you have right now is Creed. Oh, the movie with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that, that's a good one. I hate you so much, and I hope that Jack keeps cheating on you and has a million other people in his chair, especially your brother. I hope Doc Rivers stays the coach of the Sixers. Suck it. And I hope that the Eagles go back to the Super Bowl and keep holding players when it matters the most. When you read this, I hope you are drinking water, but it's really cold and you get a brain freeze and it hurts for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Phillies are going 0-162. Eagles are going 0-17. Sixers lose first round. I'm manifesting it. Philly cheesesteaks are overrated. And I, when I went to Philly one time, I had to leave immediately because of how shitty it was. I'm done now. Have a terrible day with love. <laughs> so he sent me that on March 31st. This was post-Super Bowl, pre-NBA playoffs. Yeah. And then he came crawling back once the pod start, stopped being released. I said, LOL, two hours later. No communication. And then about last week, out of nowhere. July he, 5th or whatever? Yeah. He goes, I need you to come back. I miss you so much, Abraham. I need you. I need to hear what's on your mind. I need it so bad, Daddy. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And that just perfectly encompasses the relationship that Jack and I have. And now that we have with the fan is like, I'm going to rag on you guys and your teams as much as possible. And you know, it won't be personal until maybe it gets personal yeah, it does. and you're going to do the same thing to me. But at the end of the day, like we it's do with, know that it's, 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 it's with love. It's like, love. I hope you have a terrible day with love. <laughs> I'll fuck anyone. One.
Um, final what the hell internet graphic is actually a banger. So it is I a didn't, banger. Go ahead. Have you listened to the no. uh, what? I haven't. So for context, Kadarius Tony was a New York Giant, got drafted by them, was explosive, exciting, kept getting hurt, would have these weird injuries. Goes to Kansas City and wins a Super Bowl this season. Actually scored a touchdown, I believe, in the Super Bowl game. Oh, he, he had the punt return, too? Or was that Sky Moore? I think it was Kadarius Toney. Uh, pretty electric. I, I'm going to pull this up, and I'm, I'm going to fucking play it. It is... Oh, I sent it as a TikTok in the group that you obviously did not um, respond to. Yep. And, and look, self-awareness, I didn't have this prepared. Uh, this actually is... Okay, Eagleson. so I don't it really. Is I know he was going back and forth with a, a fan and everything. Yes. But what did it for me? So there were voice memos that were sent. He sent a Twitter voice message to someone who said, Yo, music is trash, you bust bitch. You missed Daniel Jones. That's why you're mad, huh? And this is an all time listen in. You tell me I miss Danny Jones. Apparently he missed me. Fuck ass nigga. I can show you the call all bitch ass nigga. He called me, blowing me up. Fuck nigga. Fuck you talking about hoe ass nigga. I don't give a fuck about no music shit you talking about bitch ass nigga. You ain't slid on no block. You ain't pulled up on me yet. You ain't talking about shit within my DM nigga. Pull up nigga. Or shut the fuck up. Pew. Uh, then that person responds, nobody misses you sitting on the sideline all season, buddy. You ain't do shit for us besides stay injured, bum bitch. His response. Well, tell that nigga stop calling me that nigga. Fuck ass nigga. Get your pussy ass in my DM nigga unless you drop in the attic. Fuck nigga. Brother, I actually uh, the I best actually part about the this... Super Bowl when we were doing the media day. Yeah, you... he sounds like that. The best part of the story me, is he said he got hacked. Wait, he did? He came out and said he got hacked. Dog, that's your voice. <laughs> hey, AI made a Drake sample. I believe they could do that, but I don't know why you'd want to say you got hacked. That is you that's got, the Jay Wilf. You got like, out of you got out of uh the Giants, you got to Mahomes, you won the Super Bowl. Who cares? You won. I would be like, yeah. Was it Jay Will who did something that said yeah. I got hacked? Yeah. Well, what'd he do? Or uh, He tweeted some porn, I think, and then said he got hacked. You don't need to be hacked to be horny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is time. We're at about the hour mark, which is a perfect time to bring in for the final time on the podcast a segment that Abe, who gets full credit for this, uh, created to to introduce Eagleson. I have a request, though. It's our last episode ever. Do you really want to waste a minute of it listening to shit about hockey? <laughs> no, but I just <laughs> wanted to say this is what the puck with Andrew Eagleson. Uh, take an ear, ear, earphone off so you can hear him. Mr. Eagleson, how yep. are you doing? That was that that was a lot to sit through and listen to the whole time. I just it, it felt very full circle. Wait, in a bad way or like no, 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 not at all. In like an emotional. You way. made it. You were like, honestly, guys, like that was a lot. And no, it, was not not like that. <laughs> not like that at all. And yeah, it just felt very full circle talking about the when stuff at the end. And I don't know there's kind of a lot to dive in there. I kind of want to get through this hockey stuff, and then I have some questions for you guys after we can. Oh, you're actually doing the hockey. All right. Well, yeah. Abe, oh yeah, for, we are for the final for the final time. <laughs> what the puck, <laughs> Andrew Eagleson? I never have to hear a single thing about hockey ever again. One. Last one. Hey, Abe, this is beautiful. Like Abe knows that Connor Bedard. Actually, I don't even know if he knows. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he knows Connor Bedard. If you ask me who the Blackhawks had drafted, yeah. and say his name, I don't know if. I yeah, but that. you know Connor. 
Abe, this is beautiful. It will be like he'll never know about his career. Like he's one of the yeah. greatest prospects ever, but he'll never know. <laughs> no, no more intake of hockey content. Just send me a minute a week. <laughs> yeah, of, like a voice uh, note. Yeah, about what's going on in the show. All right, Eagleson, what the puck? Three, two, one. All right, so seeing as this is the last what the puck, I think it's only fair, and Jackie already kind of said this, that we acknowledge Abe for coming up with this super clever and funny name for this segment. It wouldn't have been the same without it, so thank you, Abe. That actually was really good. Um, now with about 50 seconds or so left, I'm going to tell you about how after all the Shanahan and Dubas shit, post our loss to Florida, and the tree living higher after that, we've somehow got the best Leafs team in the last 20 years. I really thought it might be a down year, a year to you know figure thank things God, out, Brad, but Brad tree living is not fucking around he wants to win and he knows exactly what we needed and i am so happy i get to use this on the last what the puck sand paper wingers and a goddamn lot of them hometown boy max domi coming back to where his dad became a fucking legend in toronto he's the literal definition of a sandpaper winger they also signed tyler Bertuzzi from the bruins who's a sandpaper guy with offense too a better michael bunting and if i haven't even mentioned ryan motherfucking reeves maybe the toughest guy in the league um and with the bruins team that's gonna heavily regress same with tampa in the atlantic it's looking like forever bitch <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i would say over the two and a half you years, want to reconsider three... he's in on the leafs you want to just run it back for one more year <laughs> <laughs> i mean holy shit i will not miss that respectfully very much respectfully mm. but one minute of hockey just really does not wet my whistle mm -mm. too much um but i'll miss you and I'll, I'll give Abe full credit, but I want the credit for nope. saying that we should do a minute of the Dolphins on a, on Thursday's episode. Yep. Because And then specifically making you tell us. Um, so can you tell us how many days it's been since the Dolphins most recently uh, won a playoff game? Because honestly, that that I think they're going to be good this year because two is fat, which is like funny and, you know, it could be could be good for them um they're not gonna win a playoff game i just couldn't risk you it. guys are and i think at, you know my underlying reason for third favorite in the division shut That's the fuck up favorite. that like I'm sorry. I don't even. I, I don't. I, I can't do this officially. right now. He has that's a, what did it. <laughs> he has a wait, false lead. Wait, 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 Andrew, 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 true or false? According to Vegas, the Dolphins are the third favorite to win the AFC East. True or false? It's one word answer. Happens Correct. to be happens to be true. It's okay, also just it. just so the people know, it's been eight thousand two hundred and thirty nine days. Since maybe the Dolphins have last won a playoff game. This, honestly, maybe it's the Dolphins that had me kind of reevaluate this pod because I, I did always think if we did this consistently for years and years and years, that we would find, you know, a, an up up level of success. Um, I went but, to like nine championships this year. But but eighty two hundred days, they haven't even won a playoff game. So, you know, it takes Thomas. a little more than showing up every single week. Um, so thank you for the Dolphins. Uh, but we are going to do a little Q&A. Yeah. Eagleson, I think you, you bring a, an interesting point of view to this. You were a fan. Yeah. You became, you, you were fam. You were on the fan pod. You were a little intern. And then you became part of the story. So yeah. 
what questions can you ask that, you know, you think the fam might be wondering? Yeah, so I guess I know you kind of touched on it already, but I wanted to get, Abe, your, like, genuine first reaction when Jack asked you to be on the podcast. Not, like, what you kind of thought afterwards, your first words out of your mouth when Jack asked you this. No. Straight up no. Something like that, probably. I was just like, I honestly just thought he was, like, kidding and not being, like, serious about it. And I think he asked me, like, a few more times after. It was like, I think he was like, come on, we'll do one. pulling teeth. Yeah, he was like, come on, we'll do one episode. Like, this was genuine. Like, podcasting, like, wasn't really a thing. It was a full thing, but it was not a thing that, like, people would just start. Nowadays, people will start a podcast. podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was just, at the time, I was working a shitty corporate America job that I hated every day. I just graduated college. And, like, to be honest, the reason that I said no wasn't because I didn't want to do it or didn't think that I could. It's because I never saw myself as putting myself out there in this okay. type of capacity. I never pictured myself on a sports center or on television or not that we've done either of those things. Yeah, but you, you know have what a I voice mean. for radio. I, yeah, I, I you have a face for radio, yeah. bitch. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just never, it was scary to put myself out there. And that was probably a lot of the hesitation. And then growing up, you realize that like nobody gives a fuck about anyone but themselves. <laughs> yeah. I guess a follow-up question then. Jack, you kind of mentioned it during, like a little bit earlier in the podcast. What other co-hosts did you interview for this, for this yeah, position? Yeah, fuck? <laughs> I think I did it. I, I, it was maybe two, but it was definitely one. I want to say it was uh, maybe one of the kids that, that was over here playing pickup hoops. His name's Blake. I would have to go back and ask him. Um, it might have been him. And he's a big gambler, so it would have been more of like through the gambling lens. Not that we didn't have, you know, the people's <laughs> parlay. We didn't talk about profitable all time. Profitable and the best handicappers in the fucking nation. Profitable all time. We just put out our picks and and sell our picks. Sell talk our picks. about yeah, winning I'm not money. Putting shit out for free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, him and maybe I did it with one other person, but it was brutal. I mean, I wasn't good, but but they were awful. Um, and Abe was awful too, but I loved him and I thought he brought energy. That's cap. I was and fire. some rapport. Uh, so yeah, Abe won the audition. Like yeah. there, you know, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The tough decision. If he wasn't the best, like I would have had to tell him, like, sorry, Abe, like we're going in a different direction. No. It was clear, you know, he was the one out of the three. Tallest midget, my brother. Tallest midget. Thank you. We celebrate um, my smallest victories. Yeah, I guess another one then. Do you guys remember how you felt after the first episode? You're done filming that very first one. How'd you feel? Yeah, uh, I remember uh, being excited mm-hmm. and then finding out that Abe's audio was fucked up. Of course so, it was. So, yeah, so we had to throw it in the trash. Um, of course. After the real first episode, I don't necessarily remember how I felt. I. I really don't think we thought about the product of the podcast no? for a long time, okay. which, you know, maybe that's one of the, the pitfalls <laughs> of it. We just, we, I think we wanted to see the numbers. We wanted to see if anyone cared. We wanted to see if people actually listened to it and right. they did. So yeah, it was, it was cool because, you know, snapback sports are real sports at the time and the snap feed was really, and still is today. It's, it's aggregation. So People love what we do and they love our aggregation of content and we're elite at it and we're great at that. 
But it, this was a question of, do people actually care about what we were saying? Um, and I think that that's what really matters in this whole content world. And, and they did to, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember how you felt? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, Nothing. I think it was like, I think we did it at like, at the time I was still going to bed at like 930 at night. And I think we did it at like nine and I was just really pissed and wanted to go to bed. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Abe, Abe's moody, you know, you got to know your talent. Um, I will say, I don't remember what episode we listened back for the first time. I don't think we listened to the first episode. I didn't, it took Maybe. me a long time yeah. to listen to back to an episode. And it was very difficult because everyone on planet Earth knows this. Listening to yourself talk yeah. is the most vile thing yeah, in the entire brilliant. world. Yeah. Until I got used to what I sound like in general. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, that's what I sound <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, I blow all the time. So it's, like, it's yeah. like, yeah. So I don't think I listened to it until like you kind of made me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I guess another one. What was it like for you guys to bring me in? Like, a, you guys were doing this for a year already, right? And then you just do this fan pod and then basically some random ass Canadian kid who's a Dolphins fan. Like, what was that like from your guys' perspective? Like, what was the conversation on your you side? Yourself as a random ass Canadian kid who's a Dolphins fan, because that's the only that way I've exactly. the only way I've ever viewed you as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were not confirmed on legs for a while. For a long time. I would time. say the the weirdest shit is we went two years without meeting. Like that is yeah. You want to talk power of the internet, power yeah. of content. Also COVID though, in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like social media and the whole point of snapback and the snap account was to give, you know, the general fan a platform. And this is what that was to a degree that like literally any random Canadian, random ass kid Canadian kid, the Dolphins fan, yeah. uh, Dolphins fan could, could work with us and hang with us. So you fit in naturally. I mean, you were a huge pussy early on. Like you were in what? Uh, sophomore or junior year. I was. That's been was fun for me to watch. It's like your yeah. confidence grow, your voice grow, um, your balls drop. Yeah, that is yep. still on Tron. And like, <laughs> we're coming up at some point, uh, and we're we're partying. Absolutely. Uh, in we're hitting the townie. Eh? Yeah, yeah, we're hitting the town. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I guess like going off that too. I just wanted to say like, Jack and like Abe too. Like you guys gave me such an opportunity to come on here. And like, like you said, you I'm just some just threw an ad Abe too, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. your fault. That's because you always frame it that way. No, it's not. He could have easily said Abe and Jack if he wanted to. And he said, Jack, and I guess it's because he says it, he you, you do it. say it all the time, but no, like credit to you too, Abe, you're so fucking funny. And like, it's just, <laughs> why, why are you laughing? I'm not trying to do that right now. It was, oh, I, appreciate that. I appreciate that. So just, yeah, I'm kind of losing my train of thought a little bit now, but it's, uh, Go ahead, it, it, it was it. such yeah, like, like it was just like I, I don't know. I'm the I'm the oldest of three siblings, and it was almost like having like two older brothers. Like even I know you guys are fucking with me half the time, but it was like genuinely coming in and work with like these older guys. Like, you, and I know this is gonna sound stupid again too. You guys did genuinely teach me a lot. I grew up with you guys just telling me fucking with me random stuff. Going to school, I know you guys think maybe I wasn't paying attention, but like you guys did teach me a lot of shit. Just stuff to like like pay attention to stuff to listen to and it did genuinely help a lot and i guess i just wanted you guys to know that and the fan to know that too that it's not just superficial over the screen i I genuinely mean this eagleson from the bottom of my heart jack's a different story because he is casey you were like a little brother to me truthfully Mm -hmm. like teaching you about college and telling you about high school and study tips and this and that was kind of that feeling yeah 100 percent. you guys you you got you guys feel like (laughs) older brothers to me there we go i mean that all love brother I think that's how we wrap it. Let uh, me finish. Let, let me finish with one more question. Okay. Yeah. 
Was the Jakeem Grant contract worth it? <laughs> that was the that question. question? Yeah. That was my that that's, was my question. Whatever happens, whatever happens hey, hold on. That I want to give him his credit because that that's how you do it. That's how you Full do circle. it. Full circle. Yeah, you circle. Whatever happened to him though, Jakeem Grant? Uh, so he signed a four year. It was four years, twenty four million dollar contract. They restructured it the year after to one year, and then he ended up going to the Bears. Going where? The Bears. The Bears. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, that was the take I was fully right on. And yeah, you, you were, were probably there with me. I was probably right too. Uh, no, you don't pay a fucking punt returner six million dollars a year. So bad. And then he was trying to tell me how Jakeem Grant was going to be a thousand yard receiver for the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I will say Jakeem Grant is another figure that has like stayed within my life. And then I just used him in one of these grid trivia's recently. Nice. Because he played for the Browns as well, so he, yeah. he you know hits it a couple yeah. corners there. Um, but yeah, uh, a round of applause for your content development there on your final question. If you had not asked that, uh, and just, and skip by it, I would have been sad. So, mm-hmm. um, this is the end. This is the end. And on the, there's something in parentheses you didn't read uh, on the screen is in parentheses. It's for now. And as Eagleson sent the doc, um, to prepare, which we could talk about the origination of show planning. First, uh, first hundred episodes, we literally just freeballed it. Second hundred episodes, I probably came with notes on my screen, did not share them with Abe. Third hundred, I asked Abe to write out what was on his mind and his, his ranked ahead of time. And then the last uh, probably hundred episodes, Eagleson would prepare this you know nice document for us over the last year. And so as I was going through, my thought was, this is the end, you know, great memories, this is sad, all of this. Um, But there was this feeling of this is the end for now. And, you know, my feeling is the timing isn't right uh, to continue this. The growth trajectory isn't right. The platform maybe isn't perfect for us right now. But I don't know if this is the end forever. I, I don't know if like there wasn't something here and that there's not still something here. And so do I think in a year, do I think in, like you said, you thought we were going to be doing this for three months, right? I thought we'd do it for a year. Like, I, I, I thought I, a year. I thought I, we I signed thought a year, year contract. Right, exactly. And then it was like, all right, maybe we'll renew for a second year. But after that, like two was two was probably the max. Yeah. And that's how I ran Snapback forever. It was, I would think, in, in years, in a single year. That was the longest I would think. And then when we worked with Underdog and, and they proposed a two-year deal, that was the first time I ever thought, oh, okay, this could be a, an actual thing and you could think more than a year. And then um, a future deal that we're doing, like we got proposed a five-year contract. And I was like, wait a second, we've only been doing this for really two, technically six, whatever you want to say. Um, And then today I was listening to a podcast and it was a conversation about like 10 year, 10 year goals or 10 year thoughts. And, and I actually think in the next 10 years, I don't know when it is. I think that this could, this could be brought back. I think there could be a time and a place. I think that I don't think that it's the permanent end. It's the end for now. It's going to be the end for at least a little bit of time um, at, from the podcasting perspective. But it's the end for now. 
And we're going to leave the podcast up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You're going to be able to see the last, you know, 30 episodes or so on our YouTube channel. Um, and it's just the end for now. And it'll, it'll always be for now. I have no clue how the next one, two, three, four, five, ten years are going to go. But I don't think anyone here between the three of us or the, you know, last 12 people listening at our hour and 20 of this would be upset if, you know, this isn't the permanent end. So that that's my feeling. If you're still listening to this and you're the fan member, DM me on Instagram the word potato and I'll send you $5 on Venmo. Okay. Don't push this that way. I was going to say, I'm going to post some on the snap. Be like, just go to the last 12 seconds and uh, you can get five bucks. Yeah. Who knows what's in store. But at the end of the day, the only reason that we came back twice a week for the last four years for the most part and sat in front of these microphones are genuinely because of the fam and because of you guys. For those of you that have listened to every episode, that have made fun of us when our team's lost, that have DM'd us when's the episode dropping, that have just caught on to our little bits, to our jokes here and there. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, because the fam made, and I didn't realize this over the last four years when it was happening, the fam made a lot of Abe Granoff's childhood dreams come true, truthfully. Yeah, and it wouldn't be the pod without saying fuck you too, and that your teams are cuties, <laughs> and if you don't root for Patrick Mahomes, you're probably not winning a Super Bowl. So there's no better way to cap this off than with some analytics from me. Abe gave the, the you know, his feeling, his gut. What feeling? No, just like your analysis, your, your speech yeah. to the fam. And I'm going to give you the number. So in the past four years on this podcast, there's been a total of zero championships <laughs> won. Um, unless you ch count the 87er, what do you call your guys? Delaware 87ers. Yeah, Delaware 87ers. Um, and the U.S. beating Canada in the quarterfinal of the Gold Cup a couple nights ago. Um, oh, fuck out of here. I won my basketball league, my rec basketball league. We, we did win <laughs> the Naka Mixon tournament together. Yeah, and I won my rec basketball league. Eagleson, you haven't won shit. Um, yeah, no, we got Championships appeared in. And, and if you're somehow new to the pod and just wanted to hear the last pod, this is Philly, Sixers, Eagles, Flyers, Penn State. It's Texas, Knicks, Celtics, uh, Orioles, Ravens, Ravens Texas, basketball and football. Yankees. Yankees. Uh, Tottenham. Tottenham. And whoever he's feeling that Yeah, day. pretty much, you know, vibe Giannis. Giannis. No, Giannis won. Yeah, well. uh, then you've got Dolphins, Leafs, and uh, we don't count the Raptors for mm, Eagleson because no. he wasn't on the pod and because he's not actually Doesn't a know fan. ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, championships appeared in. <laughs> Eagleson, you know, I, I like this. Wrong. He wrote one, uh, parentheses two if you count the Phillies. Three if you count the Union. Three if you count the Union. All within a week. Playoff losses. Uh, 55 total playoff losses. This is such a skewed stat. Between our main teams. Sixers, congratulations. Take up almost half the pod. Uh, you're a league leader with 24 losses <laughs> on the Sixers, which does give a tiny... That means you're going deep into series. I was going to say, it's a tiny bit of irony, though, that you know you kept saying they're going to win the championship, and uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Leafs at 15. They did finally get out of the first round. They Knicks, did. nine playoff losses, which shout out the Knicks. Which means 10. they got to the playoffs. Yeah, they, they went twice. Ravens, three. I want to say, oh, this year. Okay, so yeah, three. Uh, Dolphins, one. Uh, Eagles, three as well. Three? Super Bowl? McCown. Saints. Or does the Alshon year after? No, that wasn't when we no. did the pod. McCown. Oh, Tampa. Yeah. We got smacked. Smacked. Smack. <laughs> um, 0.00000% guarantees gotten wrong. Jack, at least two. Abe, zero, which I do not agree with. I, I couldn't uh, go. I couldn't find them. I also thought so, but yeah. I couldn't find them. They don't them. exist. Eagleson, two. Um, Abe, not understanding how recording works. 1,753,628. Times blacked out on the airwaves. Me one, Abe one. Do you remember mine? No. I did a solo pod after the Ravens beat the Patriots because it was Sunday night oh, football. I didn't listen to that shit. Yeah, you went to sleep. <laughs> but I was pretty hammered and I was pretty hyped up that Lamar owned uh, the GOAT. Ring chases completed. <laughs> this is a nice one. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I don't have anything to show for, but. I did give out a ring over the last four years. Um, I was so drunk after the Eagles made the Super Bowl in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. so drunk. It was so good. Uh, and the final, the final tally, which, I mean, we're not big weed guys here, but the irony that we couldn't land on 420 and we would land on 421. 421 podcasts uploaded recorded to the ether over 421 wow which let's call it an hour on average 421 hours if you're bored and you are flying across the country whoa wait whoa whoa whoa. yeah 421 if you're flying across the country 80 times over the next uh, it's 17 and a half days worth of podcasting. I really hope I did that calculation holy correctly. Holy shit. 421. Divided by 24. Divided by, yeah. 17 and a half days worth yeah. of podcast recording. That's so, nuts. All right. Whoever listens to every minute and pulls a note from every single minute. Um, <laughs> Someone find me a 0.0. I got yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. For how much? It. Put a bounty on it. 100 bucks? A standard you. I feel like it's got to be a standard. No, just find it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we cut the pod and Abe's out of... No, out I haven't gotten yeah. paid for this pod <laughs> in months. Um, so one last time. Abe, final thoughts? Jack, thank you. Eagleson, thank you. And most of all to the fam, thank you. One more thought. Jack, fuck you. <laughs> Eagleson, fuck you. To the fam, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.